<sighs> okay, here we go. Resistance bands are small, portable, inexpensive, and easy to use anywhere and anytime. If you need some help, or some convincing perhaps, to get your resistance training underway, well, this episode is for you. My name is Brock Armstrong. Welcome to Second Wind Fitness. But before we get started... As you've probably noticed, this podcast is no longer in production, but there are so many people who are still listening to each episode and reaching out to me for advice and help and support that I've decided to keep the dream and this podcast alive, which means I'm paying a few maintenance fees out of my pocket. And I don't mean to make this sound like a woe is me kind of affair, because it is indeed a pleasure to have created something that is being appreciated. But... If you felt so inclined, you could go to brockarmstrong.com slash coffee to, yes, as it sounds, buy me a virtual coffee. And since coffee is easily my biggest vice, I'm what you would call a coffee snob, if you buy me a coffee, I can pay my hosting fees with all the coffee money that I save. So win-win situation here. So go to brockarmstrong.com slash coffee and help keep this podcast and my fancy coffee habit alive. That's brockarmstrong.com slash coffee. This likely won't be news to you because you're a listener of this podcast, but I'm going to say it anyway. Consistent resistance training provides so many health benefits that I think everyone should be doing it. But I also know that the items we usually associate with resistance training, like barbells, dumbbells, weight plates, and big exercise machines, can be scary or at least intimidating. They're heavy, they're expensive, and they take up a lot of space in your home if you want to bring one home. So, unless you have or want to get a gym membership, then you might think that bodyweight exercises are the only strength training workout that you can do. But don't forget about those big elastic band thingies, and yes, by that I mean resistance bands. Now, resistance bands, also known as workout bands or exercise bands, are stretchy, elastic rubber bands or tubes or loops that are used for both physical therapy when you're rehabbing an injury or general fitness. And they've been in use since the early 20th century when they were primarily used for rehabilitation of people with damaged muscles. But in the 1990s, they made a move into the fitness industry and they have grown more and more popular ever since. They're so popular and versatile that you can regularly see pro athletes and elderly fit folks alike using them. Now, one of the most attractive elements of these bands is how compact and lightweight they are. They can be stored in your junk drawer or tucked away in a cupboard, and that makes them perfect for your home or your office. The fact that they can be balled up and jammed into your bag or your backpack also makes them ideal for travel. They're also very cost-effective, even if you regularly snap them, as I do. I did that just the other day, and it scared the heck out of me. But anyway, while you can easily spend hundreds of dollars purchasing a home weight system, you can find a good set of resistance bands online for about 20 bucks. And sure, you can get fancier and more expensive items like the X3 Elite Band, which I also have and have never snapped because they're pretty darn, well... 
thick and bulky, but most of us will do just fine with that cheaper option. Now, an unexpected but cool thing about resistance bands is that they can feel a little unsteady or wobbly, which means that you will need to work harder to maintain good form. And this is a good thing, trust me. This instability factor means your workouts target what we fitness pros call anyway, the stabilizer muscles, as well as the other muscle groups. Where a weight machine may allow you to lift a heavier load, resistance bands allows you to develop greater control, which can make you more stable and protect you from future injury. Now, unlike free weights or weight machines that only allow you to perform a limited number of movements, these bands provide resistance to just about any motion in almost any body position. With a little ingenuity and some heavy furniture to tie your bands around, you can do nearly any workout. Now, you may be wondering, sure, that sounds great, but do they actually work? Well, resistance band training, or variable resistance training as it's known in the scientific world, has been shown to be extremely effective. In some cases, resistance band workouts are even more effective than weight machines, dumbbells, or bars or plates. In fact, a study on Cornell student-athletes, which included volunteers from the men's basketball and wrestling teams and the women's basketball and hockey teams, found that... Compared with control, improvement for elastic was nearly three times greater for back squat, two times greater for bench press, and nearly three times greater for average power. Now, that means that when compared with some regular weight training <laughs> jumps, the heroes that were doing variable resistance training with elastic bands experienced double the gains in one rep max and triple the gains in average power after seven weeks. In another study published in the Journal of Strength and Conditioning, researchers tested variable resistance on a middle-aged, sedentary population of women. Now, this study showed that even low-intensity elastic band training was found to be at least as effective as regular weight training. And when applied out here in the wild, in the real world, it's a whole lot easier to convince a sedentary population to do a workout program at home using some nice, comfortable elastic bands than it is to convince them to drive across town to the CrossFit box or the gym or wherever. So I take this as a win-win situation. And finally, a 2011 study that was published in the Medicine and Science in Sports and Exercise found that variable resistance training showed greater anabolic hormone responses over conventional weightlifting, meaning that it provided a greater increase in serum testosterone and growth hormone than regular weightlifting. Now, just in case you don't know, these two hormones play a large role in both increasing and maintaining muscle mass, which often becomes a problem for us as we age, and this goes for men and women alike. I know sometimes testosterone is thought of as only a man thing, but we all need it. Now, we're going to get into how to choose the right resistance band, but first we need to pay our membership fees. Do you like to shop on Amazon.com and enjoy supporting this podcast? You do? Well, have I got a deal for you. If you start your Amazon shopping adventure by going to brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon, I will get a small percentage of the money that you spend. And the best part is that you don't pay anything extra. This all comes out of their pockets. Take that, Bezos. 
So next time you buy anything on Amazon, go to brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon and shop while also supporting this podcast. I truly thank you for being a listener and for your support. That's brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon. Okay, choosing the right resistance band, how to do it. Well, keep in mind first that you cannot compare a resistance band with ye old-fashioned dumbbell. They behave differently throughout their full range of motion, so you can't really say that a certain color of resistance band is equal to a certain dumbbell weight. The physics just doesn't work that way. And if you want to learn more about that physics, which is actually pretty cool, there's an excellent paper on the subject in the Journal of Human Kinetics, and I'll put a link in the show notes to that and the other studies I mentioned at brockarmstrong.com podcast. But here it is in a nutshell. When you lift weights, gravity plays the biggest role. It's gravity that creates more resistance when you're lifting the weight, but it makes lowering the weight actually easier. When you use an elastic tubing to do that same movement, instead of fighting gravity, the band fights you in both directions. See what I mean? Now let's get into variable resistance. Now variable resistance is a fancy term that means the resistance you experience changes as you move through each exercise's full range of motion. Now, simply put, the resistance you feel will increase as you reach the end of the movement and decrease as you move back to the starting position. You can think about just a regular old elastic band that you might have in your office or your kitchen or somewhere. When you stretch it out, it provides more and more resistance until it has no other option but to stop and maybe break. Resistance bands are the same. The elasticity of the resistance band makes it harder and harder to stretch the farther you stretch it. And again, this isn't a bad thing. It just means the force you exercise against changes throughout the movement of the exercise. And once you understand this, we can use it to our advantage by using various techniques to shorten or lengthen the band depending on whether we want more or less resistance. For example, this morning I wrapped more of the band around my hands while I was doing a a seated row, and in essence I shortened the band to create more resistance during that seated row exercise. I could have unwrapped it from my hands if it was too much to lower the resistance. Okay, but back to how to choose the proper level of band. Well, the bands you find online or at your local fitness store are usually color-coded. Most often, the level of resistance corresponds with colors like this. Yellow is ultra-light resistance, green is light resistance, red is medium, blue is heavy, and purple is ultra-heavy, and sometimes there's even a black in there. In the same way that we generally don't use the same weight of dumbbell or barbell for every single exercise, you will likely change up the color of band that you use depending on the exercise you're doing. For instance, since your bicep is a smaller and weaker muscle group, you may use the green band for bicep curls, but because there's more powerful leg muscles involved in doing squats, you'll likely need to use maybe the blue or the purple one. Now here's a quick tip. Different muscles have different strengths, which is why I suggest that you buy an entire set of bands instead of just one or two. Really pays off in the end. Now, okay, how to use the resistance bands? Well, 
If you go to brockarmstrong.com slash podcast and look for this episode, I'll embed a bunch of links to my YouTube videos where I demonstrate how to do lower body exercises, upper body exercises, some ankle strengthening, some chest workouts, all of that kind of stuff. But remember, you can always find all of this stuff at brockarmstrong.com slash YouTube where I demonstrate all kinds of workouts, not just resistance bands. But like I said earlier, with some ingenuity and some creativity, you can do almost any exercise that you would normally do with a weight using a band. And you don't have to stick to just my own videos. You can look all over the internet for some really good videos because you know what? I could try to describe it on this podcast in words, but it's really not going to make as much sense as if you actually see how it's done. So I'm not going to waste your time going through all of the exercises and trying to explain them, but Here's a list of some of the exercises that you can do. You can do bicep curls, you can do tricep kickbacks, you can do lateral raises, which are really good for your shoulders. You can do front raises, which is really good for strengthening your shoulders and getting mobility in there. You can do the standing row. Again, another great workout for your shoulders and your back. You can do some lower body exercises like deadlifts, lateral steps, hip bridges, standing kickbacks, lying leg extensions, monster walks, reverse lunge, kneeling kickback, which is actually one of my favorites for activating the glutes and getting some strength into the back. And if you're looking for some shoulder exercises in particular, you can do some pull downs, you can do lateral raises, you can do pull aparts and chest press. You can do that standing or laying down. But anyway, the exercises don't end there. It's such a versatile piece of equipment. I really hope you will go and check out the videos and pick up a set of bands for yourself. But okay, finally, here's one word of warning. Because resistance bands leave you in total control over how you move and use the band, you need to remain focused and you need to execute the exercises with good form for each and every exercise. So just because it's an elastic band and not some scary big plate, don't take it for granted. You can hurt yourself with these. So take it easy, be smart, don't overdo it, and you'll be fine. But by including and using resistance bands in your fitness program, you can greatly improve your strength and your muscle definition without spending a ton of money or filling your house with bulky, expensive gear. Because none of us really want to do that especially after we spent all that time moving all of our furniture out of the way so we had lots of room for movement in our daily lives, right? All right. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to go to brockarmstrong.com podcast to look for this episode to get all of the links I talked about and all of the videos. It'll really make a lot more sense if you watch those. Now, my name is Brock Armstrong. Thanks for listening to Second Wind Fitness. <laughs>